Hello, welcome to the Robot Dice Explosion podcast. I'm Ben. I'm Ollie. And welcome to our, I think, 10-part series on the factions of Bushido. What can you expect and who are they? Yeah, just a little something about their aesthetic, uh, their mechanics, what sort of units you're likely to be putting on the board. The intention is to release one of these a day for the next two weeks. I hope this is helpful. Enjoy. Junk? Junk Pirates. Oh, that's the, oh I skipped all the way down to Ninjas. No, we've got Jung Pirates, your faction, your main current faction to go. Give us some background. Right. Once the Jung were a major clan and an important member of the prefecture of Ryu. However, they reached too far, too soon, and found themselves under the boot of the then dominant clan they aspired to usurp, the Shiho. In the face of superior arms and numbers, the Jung fled to the sea that you knew so well. When years passed without word of the Jung, they were considered lost. Their return under the Mon of the Giant Squid surprised everyone. They have reaped what they needed from the traders on the Sea of the Java Isles, forcing the Shiho to label them pirates. Their fleets are faster and their knowledge of the Isle's waters are imper- unparalleled but all by the pra- but perhaps the Crab Clan, Carb Clan, allowing them to evade the larger, less experienced junks of the prefecture. Long years away from the courts of the Java Isles have left the Jung rough, rough around the edges, but they've not forgotten their ancestry. Now, through a, twist, a strange twist of fate, they have forged the most unlikely alliance and stand poised to take back their right to rule. Ooh, foreshadowing that I've forgotten about. Yeah, I've forgotten about that too. We've seen it now. Yeah, yeah, that's come, that's come, come with uh, Hirato and Elder's Brother's release with a new edition and so on. Mm. And we've seen <coughs> one of the, the strange alliances they've made. Right, so, yes. Uh, with uh, Rujin, uh, Rujin. Ryujin. Ryujin. Yeah. I've been saying it all day, now I can't. <laughs> We've been saying a lot of Bushido stuff all day. So, um, yeah, they're, they're a pirate faction, but they are rooted in essentially being a samurai clan. So there's still those familial, uh, I don't know, characters and, and, and yes. structures in place to a certain extent, but it's definitely a rough around the edges, like they say. Yes, it's, it's much more pirate than samurai. But... Oh, yeah, yeah, very much so. So, uh, mechanically... Now, I'm not sure I totally agree with the way that we've, we've written these down, but we're going to talk about Bleed first. Well, it's mostly because they are the primary faction to put up Bleed. Absolutely, yeah. You don't really see it in many other places. Yeah, and that is being consolidated a little bit with a new release that's on its way. The, uh, the what's her name? Uh, Miyakomo Kora. Yes. Uh, so she, she can put out some Bleed as well. Yes, with no post-key tests. Yeah, so the bleed comes from the use of harpoons and sharks, and then and, sharks and, and hooks. Yes, do you have a bunch oh, yeah, of, mod- of course, yeah. do you have a bunch of models with arm with hooks, and they generally do bleed if they do damage to you. And the uh, and the sharks, well, yeah. the Here, sharks both do do bleed when they bite you, but they also, being sharks, Can react count. to the scent of blood yeah. by charging you and biting you. Yes, so there's uh, some interesting emergent synergies there with with. with the use of bleed and sharks and so on. I think that's uh, yeah, that's it. Um, and the other mechanics that we see running through them, they do a lot of positional manipulation. Not so much of themselves, although there is a little there's bit. There's a that. bit of that. It's more hindering your opponent. Yeah, I mean, there's a special card called Blow the Man Down, which just makes your opponent prone if they fail a size, size test. A size so? test. Um, but but also you have access to quite a lot of immobilized. Yeah. Uh, both uh, at range and in melee. Yep. So you got entangling at range, haven't you, with the nets? Yeah. And yeah, mobilize or held. Held. It becomes held when you're in, in melee. Uh, you have 
some range prone and push. Yeah. Which is slightly uh, unusual. Yeah, they can be very frustrating. They can push you out of position uh, at range quite effectively. And um, if you would like to make the entire table difficult terrain, (laughs) uh, the John can do that. Yeah, basically. And they can they can shut down your uh, your shooting for a turn. Yes. So I guess that catapults us into special cards are a big part of them. Yes. Uh, we haven't got it written down, but they they do a lot of special card stuff. Events. Um, yeah, I mean you're not depending on them in that no. sense. You just have a lot of really good events. Yeah, they've got some really good stuff. Um, so I think another mechanic that you see with them is very short ranged uh, shooting. Yes. I mean. A lot of your shooting sort of cabs out of six-ish inches. Yeah, so you've got... Uh, At least that's the range band you kind of want to be in to be actually able to successfully shoot. Yeah. You can, generally, you'll go up to <clears throat> nine, but you quite would like to be at medium range. So nine six. is for the handguns. Nine is for the yeah. handguns. Then you've got nets, which are around about three. Which are me- nets and uh, miniatures anchor, or medium range three, and you only have that range band. Yeah. Harpoons, I think, uh, can they go up to five? Are they one through oh. five or something? No. The, oh, God. One second. I mean, it, it perhaps doesn't matter too much, but... Yeah. Anyway, it's it's all short-range stuff. You don't really do long-range attacks in that mm-hmm. way. It's, yeah, it's generally single-digit ranged on pretty you, much You could everything. happily field a list where every model pretty much has a ranged attack... Uh, although they may only use it once, I think is, is probably fair to Harpoons say. Harpoons are 2-4-6. Right. So yes. yeah, I, th- I think short-ranged uh, range, <laughs> short ranged, ranged attacks. It's definitely a, a common feature of the of the faction, yes. Yeah. Uh, any other mechanics that we haven't written down? I mean, you have the sharks, for instance, have a, a common mechanic, but there's three of them. Yeah. Okay. So if we talk about what their weaknesses are, they basically don't have access to armor. There's a couple of crabs, I think. Which yes, the, the, the two crabs have armor, being that they're mostly made up of shell. Shell. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're the only ones. You've got one model with tough. Yeah. Um, so they're not they're not resilient. No. Uh, then they also there's a lot of models with low key. Yes, you have. Being that it's a faction based around pirates, you have quite a lot of pirates. But the almost uniformly have one key. You need to get into some of the the commanders to get to. Yeah, so I mean, having low key basically means you're going to be weak against opposed key tests and fear tests and so on. It also means you don't have very much key to spend during the game yeah, because so you don't do key manipulation. Yeah, so you might boost once. Yes, um, you might do your key feat twice. Yeah, your 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 so. Well, that's the other thing. Like the Kaisoku's key feet, your your basic grunts are almost all quite situational. Yeah. So the key is probably going into boosting in turn three and turn six. Yes. Yeah. So, I guess another weakness for those low key models is their damage output. They're, they're, it's not high, but they are very competent melee. Yeah, you have you have like you almost everyone has three melee dice. Yeah. But you have a lot of models which have. An inbuilt negative on your damage roll. Yeah. Um, oh, I would like just double back slightly. One of the key mechanics of the faction actually is the yeah. themes and captains. Yeah, yeah because that's that's, that's a unique. Well, if we get into that when we feature. talk about archetypes, yeah, sure. 
because um, we'll be talking about those guys anyway. Um, I think that's mostly it. Like, they don't have long range. Not really. They, they no. just don't do that. Um, there might be something which changes that in the future, but I don't expect it to be it part will, of their It will not become identity. a main feature that you go like, oh, I'm going to do lots of stuff. You want to be at medium range. Mm-hmm. Quite close, but you don't necessarily need to be in combat. So there are archetypes. Yeah. Uh, the main one, and there's a lot of the models in this faction, are Kaizoku, which is essentially Sailor. Yeah. You get... I think Jung possibly have the hardest working low rice cost models in the game. That You can get melee 3 for very cheap and you can get quite a lot of it. Yes. I mean, you can get four melee 3 models for what, 26... Uh, 36 points. 36 rice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which, which is a bargain. Yeah. And probably is why you start a lot of lists. Yeah. And uh, then you get, you get into the Kansho and the Juhin, which are essentially captains and first mates. Yes. Now, unique to uh, Jung, I mean, they have, I think, the most theme cards out of any I think faction. so at the moment, yeah. Because uh, they start with three themes, one based around each of the main ships in the Jung fleet. Yeah. Each captain basically has a theme. And each of those captains is of the Jung samurai family. Yes, they are the only samurai. Yeah, I think so. So you've got Minato, uh, Marie, and Hibiki. Yes, thank you. Um, each of them will have their own first mate. Yeah. And uh, their their theme will basically only allow that captain and that first, first mate. mate. Yes. As well as the other restrictions and benefits that the, um, the theme provides, and and one of the as I was just about to say, like one of the key things that which is unique to Jung, I think, is that the captain and the theme sort of works in conjunction. The theme will give a special rule to uh, Kasoku, and yeah. so will the captain. Yes, yes, the captains tend to give a buff out as well. Did each <clears throat> every captain gives something to Kaisoku models in the force. So as an example, like Black Sails, uh, it gives a tireless out to whatever model you want, and it's going to be Minotaur. That's Docs. That's a Docs. Sorry, Docs yes, Ryu. Docs Ryu. Um, and then all Kaisoku in the list gain powerful attack, attack one, one, which basically is, you know, you see that from Minotaur. Minotaur is basically yeah. a powerful attack guy. So Yeah, yeah so each, each captain flavour the list. So your Minotaur is uh, the hitty guy. Mm-hmm. Marie is the tactical guy. She gives placement effects and flank. Yep. And she comes with a pistol. Yeah. And Hibiki is the sneaky guy. So he gives um, sidestep defense and evasion. Yeah. So he's he's a fighter, but more of an evasive one. And also he's got that key feet parley, which basically shuts down whatever your opponent's going to do to him yes. uh, for one activation. Uh, or turn, I can't remember. Um, he ends the activation. So then, you've got the 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 mimmons, the uh, the Samen mimmon and the Kanem mimmon, which yeah. is essentially shark people and crab people, yes. respectively. So this is where you uh, you have the Jung making pacts with sea kami. So generally, the shark uh, people are going to be fairly aggressive, aggressive. and in your. F- I mean, they literally have the rule aggressive. Yeah, as we spoke about with bleed as well. Uh, one of them is impetuous. Yeah, who uh, impetuous is a big negative, but but he's that also makes really that cheap. Very hard hitting model, very cheap. So yeah, um, they even have a special rule that says they can't take the weight action. Yes, yes. Like sharks don't stand still. That's yeah. just not what you're going to do. Yeah, I really like that sort of uh, thematic stuff that you see. It has weird it. implications. Mm. 
Like, oh, put put out fire. It's not something you can do. Destroy terrain. It's not something you can do. Like, yeah, a shark being on fire means that he's going to burn. Unless someone else puts him out. Yes. But he's not going to stop and roll around. No, no, he's just going to get angry at you and try and charge you. Yeah. Then you've got the currently two crab people. Yeah. Uh, mostly it's it's focused on resilience, but one of them, Tetsuso, can really put out some damage as well. Yes. Oh, they also both get critical attack. Yes, because of critical claws. attack one because yeah, he, he got crab claws. Yeah. Um, so those guys and... So there's Lua, who is a Buto. Yeah. And he's just straight up a Buto. There's nothing fancy about him. Um but him, along with a couple of the sharks and with uh, Tetsuso, the crab dude, they are your big damage dealers and, and people who are going to tank some wounds. Yes, yes. You, you, I mean, the faction is mostly focused around normal people who are pirates. And fairly cheap. Yeah, but you can definitely run a completely alternate list of monsters and stuff like that. You also have access to some interesting Ronin in that sense. Like, you have a... Uh, Tamo, for instance, who's a pygmy, mm-hmm. is a Ronin model, but he could, he only works for Jung and pygmies, which aren't a faction. Yeah. So, yeah. He, well, I yeah. think they'll only ever be a sub-faction. But I think one of the ways to look at the, the model distribution across this faction is, yeah, there's a lot of sailors, there's the captains and the first mates, and then you've got a couple of you know weird Kami-related stuff. But they also attract the misfits. So, you know, yeah. Lua, who didn't really enjoy or find employment with the Silver Moon. Yeah. Um, obviously, Temo's wandering about. They can use Ashinaga Tanaga as well. So they get mm. little sort of unusual, odd job people coming yeah. to them. Quite unsurprisingly, for the Sailor faction, you have various people sort of drift into their employ. Mm. Yes. And there are some Saki rules around drinking obviously yes, yes that's, you have a couple of people yeah um, and bounties and stuff but yeah. uh, I think that probably about covers them I mean the starter set is pretty good actually yeah. uh, and you can take that starter set in pretty much any direction The I, I suppose the first mate that comes in it can only be used with one ship yeah or the uh, concave captains theme which allows all the captains yeah um, but and I mean you have the nice benefit that most lists are going to be based around Kaisoku. Mm-hmm. And then you can actually change the list a lot by changing very few models. Absolutely. You've got this core of sailors. And equally, you could go the other direction of writing it and go, I want all these crazy models, but I need to fill some gaps. I need some objective yeah. interaction models. And you've, you've got, got some them. really cheap ones to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's junk. That's junk. Find Robot Dice Explosion at robotdiceexplosion.com, at RDE underscore podcast at Twitter, and Robot Dice Explosion on Facebook.